2: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original.
1: Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. The everyone. Thanks for tuning into this very special Aftermath episode. Today with us we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. And fact checker Chris Smith. Hi. And first we want to make sure that we put a call out to the Alarmy mm-hmm.
3: Because,
1: mm-hmm. because we are have a, a, a very special episode that we're planning for uh, during the holidays and we'd love for the alarmy to call in and leave us a voicemail on the erios hotline and share their biggest holiday disasters comedy of errors Mm -hmm. family feuds Mm -hmm. and then what we're going to do is we're going to play that voicemail and we're going to unpack what happened? And figure out who we think is to blame for your holiday, holiday, <laughs> <laughs> holiday mm-hmm. situation.
4: This is or, your
5: chance for validation, or maybe shame and and embarrassment, depending on right. where you land in this situation. You're calling yeah, it you call.
4: Yeah, you got to be careful. You don't want to put anything out there that you are eventually going to get blamed for. It's Keep true. that under your hat.
1: Well, yeah. You, but also, maybe you're okay with yeah. taking the blame for sure.
5: Coming clean, Getting
3: coming
1: clean, and and then you know it's a good thing to play for your you know cousin that you've been in a fight with uh, mm-hmm. when it comes out, and you can just play it with her. Uh, this is your female cousin, obviously, um, and it has <laughs> nothing to do with me. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I don't have any feuds with any cousins, um, but maybe you do, and you can just play this and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry," and you know what. I was to blame.
5: Wow. Oh, wow. That's well, really, that's, or, or you could be vice really vindictive. <laughs> <laughs> See, I right. was right. Dig your See? heels in.
1: <laughs> Everyone else agrees. I was right. right.
5: Um, word to the wise, you might want to rehearse it because one minute will go by fast and we want all the juicy details, right? Like we want to, yeah, yeah. So we can. That's a great point. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, um, take out your pens and pencils and your notepads because I'm going to give you the Erio's hotline number right now. You can also write this down on your phone, wherever, really write it on your forehead. I don't care. Erio's hotline number is six two six six. Oh, 046262 six,
4: two. What's that number again?
1: That's 6266046262 six, six, oh, six, two, six, two. Six, two. Amanda used to sing That's it. That's right, she used to sing but it. I forget <laughs> the jingle. 626 604 6262 six six two, six two. Two. If that's not it then we just We did a new one. We did a
5: new one. We'll workshop workshop some jingles for the Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. This is also going to mm-hmm. be on the uh, notes of uh for the episode. It starts with a six. Is <laughs> do.
4: Is That a banjo. Jovi? Like a classic rock two boom boom. Boom. <laughs> Followed by another six. <laughs> It'll take Taking five it. minutes oh, to get the whole number the first out of this boy. Three <laughs> numbers, the first, three numbers, six. To six. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna keep workshopping,
1: like I said. Um, now do you guys have maybe any family feuds or or uh, comedy of errors that have mm. happened to you guys to, to give an example mm.
4: of well, actually I do what it
1: could be? Okay, great.
4: My uncle Ray. So my mom always throws Thanksgivings out in Long Island. the The guest list gets up to forty, fifty people. It gets pretty, pretty big. Mm. And my uncle Ray said, "I'll help you with the turkey this year." And he showed up in the parties at eleven. It was at starts at one. He showed up with the turkey uncooked at ten a.m. Oh. Mm.
1: Wow. Clayton has a lot
4: of thoughts about this. That is a cardinal (laughs) offense. (laughs) Now, I got to double check with, I I might have to eat my words What time
1: did we eat dinner that day?
4: It wasn't ready until later, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, the party started at one. My my family does a huge antipasta kind of Italian massive thing from like one to like four, four thirty. So that
1: held us over. But. But the yeah, dinner but, was delayed, yeah. to say the least. But
4: my Thanksgivings are crazy, or at least they used to be back in those days. A bunch of people, we would do a pr- prayer um, hour, which was like, <laughs> like a <laughs> prayer crazy, hour, whatever. It was my aunt Kathy ran the whole thing, and then we would do um, th- what we're thankful for. We would go around the candle lighting ceremony, which you've done before, uh-huh. where you'd go around and everybody would light a candle and say what they're thankful for, and you know some of my. People, in my it, it takes like two hours, honestly. It takes a while, yeah. a lot of airing of but grievances, and
1: I like I, I like this uh, Uncle Ray Turkey thing.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to get more details, and- but
1: I, I, what I like about it is that it's concise. Mm-hmm.
4: And remember,
1: our listeners have to do it in one minute. I know, so That's which is challenge. really hard, and yeah. but you can still. I, I can tell you, I blame Ray's poor planning for that.
4: Right. Right.
1: Right. That's pretty. I mean, that's a that's a, an easy one, right? That's an easy. We'd one. have to get more details. There Maybe may have was been
4: some kind of trouble t- ascertaining the turkey, getting the turkey. Right. So right. there might have been a, a some kind of turkey shortage there. And I'm hoping
1: something. it was already defrosted.
4: Regardless, there's lack of
3: communication
5: going on because uh, you're yeah. just finding out that the turkey's showing up at 10 a.m. uncooked. You're like somewhere we didn't
1: so you should have told Like th- nowadays there's text messaging yeah. there's everyone's got a f- handheld device
4: right, right. right there's ways around this <laughs> what really... about you Rebecca what, do you have any feuds family feuds uh, or?
1: just a quick one uh, one time I it was the first time I ever catered and catering is not oh, yeah. my uh, forte and actually Chris <laughs> was with me I have other strengths it's not catering and I showed up to this house that we had been hired to cater for this very fancy family, very uh-huh. rich family. They were living in a mansion, probably mob adjacent. Sure. Um,
4: without question.
1: Yeah. Uh New Jersey. You could it's like straight out of the Sopranos. Right. Show up. The main guy, the 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 the, the, the you know Patriarch. husband yep. yeah. um is has just gotten uh, gastric bypass surgery. Mm. And he, uh, is not doing, he's very sick Mm -hmm. and his daughter comes straight up to me as I'm walking out with the, uh, pigs in a blanket. I was (laughs) told to pass (laughs) out the pigs in a blanket for the whole family. And she pulls me aside. She goes, don't you dare give my uh, father uh, one of those pigs in a blanket. And as I take a few steps forward, he literally looks at me in the (laughs) eye. He signals for me to come over. (laughs) And he says, I want one of those. And I was just, it was literally a Sophie's choice. He set you up. She did. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, and I did end up walking straight to him, and I gave him a big, <laughs> <laughs> a big enough blanket. This guy's a mob, adjacent Jason, I'm telling you, I right. there was no chance. And then, of course, the daughter was mad at me, and I just walked into this family. I don't know these people, right? Anyway, that's not. You
5: know what? It's here. not your job to make no. sure that this guy doesn't have a pig in a blanket. He really did. Not.
1: He did pass uh, away a few oh, years later. Not. Okay, <laughs>
3: no, <laughs> not the pig in the blanket.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> so but I don't think I was directly the cause of no. of, of his death. No, but, but you I didn't can't help. say I didn't contribute. You didn't help. <laughs>
3: yeah,
5: you didn't. You could have turned around and. <laughs>
1: Anyway, yeah, there's so much I could have done. I could have left. I should have. What I should have done was left the job because that was the beginning you
4: of. She was like, no, sir, you get sprouts, mister. And she just right. brings a plate yeah, of lettuce no. or something.
1: I I couldn't. I no. couldn't. And and you know me, I want to do what's right. Mm-hmm. But um, that was hard. Impossible that was, in yeah. that scenario. Yeah. So those are just some ideas for everyone. Uh, yes. And and can't I, we, yeah, I can't wait to hear. I'm so to excited. It. Yeah. Uh, because I have a feeling uh, the Alarmy has uh, a few feuds under, the be- under their mm-hmm. belt. You know? For sure. Now, before we get on to reading some of this mail, I have to tell you, everyone, I have to ask you to rate, review, and subscribe. Whoa, you're like shocked. You're like, why is she talking about this in the middle <laughs> of an episode? <laughs> <laughs> That's because I'm shocking you into rating, reviewing, and subscribing. It. I can't Tell I, I can't tell you this enough. It's what keeps the lights and the mics on here at The Alarmist. Clayton, are there any recent reviews?
5: Yes, I'm happy to report that we have a couple of really sweet reviews that I would love to share with The alarmy. The great. first is from Devin Z. And uh, the title is Alarming How Much I Love It. Five <laughs> stars. It's <That's> a great <laughs> title. <laughs> The concept of this podcast is brilliant. The topics covered are so well curated. It balances being funny and informational exceptionally well. Rebecca's curiosity is contagious. Clayton Ooh. is super infi- insightful, mm. and Chris is reliable comedic relief on heavier topics. Thanks oh. for making me smarter. It's a big clap from me.
1: Nice. I get the big clap the big true, clap. I got it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, we also give the big clap out sometimes. True,
5: true, true. true. Yeah,
1: which does, I have been told, does sound like a uh, sexually transmitted disease. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But in this case, it's a good, you want the clap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You want the big clap. The alarmist version of the clap. Yeah, yeah. Um, So thank you, Devin. Uh, that's, That's really sweet. Now, that's an example of a review that one of our listeners might uh, leave. Mm -hmm.
5: Also, um, Quartz719 also has another example of uh, of, a review you might leave. They say, excellent from start to finish, five stars. From the all-too relatable opener to the hilarious conjectures and even to the guest expert interviews on the aftermath episodes, this podcast makes me laugh and think deeply about the human condition. As a history major back from in ye old times before podcasts, I appreciate the conversational approach and openness to learning too. It takes me back to some really great seminars junior and senior year. Thank you Rebecca, Chris, and Clayton for your hard work and great sense of humor. Oh
1: my god. So they sweet. said that we were junior and senior year. We weren't even <laughs> freshmen or sophomore kind of seminar. That is like such a nice compliment.
5: Right, right. I right. love it. So thank you. Nice. Thanks, quartz. Thank
1: you, quartz. Now we're moving on. We're gonna talk about some mail we have received. Cut. And this is coming from Germany. Tina from Germany wrote Cut. in. And Tina says, some thoughts regarding Hawaii and the Ruby Red Slipper episodes. Uh, Hello, Rebecca, Clayton, and Chris. This is super late, so you totally don't have to read this for the mailbag episode. Guess what? We're reading it. <laughs> you said in the episode that Hawaii didn't feel like it belonged in the U.S. I guess you were referring to the sense of place. Ultimately, I think you would have blamed the U.S. Western expansionism and capitalism because to me, it all belonged under the umbrella of wanting to a trade route to Asia, uh-huh. and Hawaii was geographically convenient. Yeah. Mm. In lieu of your most recent episodes about the malice at the palace I think one could blame the theft of the ruby red slippers on huh. overall fan culture
3: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I think you suggested humans getting handsy a term I love this is almost too euphemistic for that in my humble opinion I think being a fan of any given sport movie star etc makes us think we're owed something in return for our support right and hence all sense goes out the window toxic fan culture sounds like an apt term for that phenomenon
3: Mm -hmm. Ooh, toxic
1: fan culture i love that uh that's it for me today i hope you're all doing well can't wait to listen to your weekly episode digital hugs tina from germany
4: yeah this reminds me of like first of all it happens in sports all the time but in one particular video, I remember when, remember when the u s went to the World Cup and they made it pretty far and they, there was that goalie he performed really well and there was a video of him, I forget the guy's name Tim Howard might be his name um but it was there was a video of him getting off the plane coming back to the u s and a fan came up to him and just went in for a hug like mm-hmm. just went in straight for a <laughs> hug and he held his hand out to the guy's chest and he and then he put his hand out to shake like right. The fan space. just assumed that they were on the same team <laughs> they were right. a bunch of friends mutual players. love back he and saw forth. this guy hug all his teammates and <laughs> i just think that you know as uh the the writer uh tina was her name yes mm-hmm.
1: tina from germany as
4: she put it so well was yeah exactly that there's something that happens in the mind or you think you are sort of part of the experience. even right. though You're just, you're just a, an audience member.
1: Just it, an audience member. You get
4: swept up
5: in it. Like I totally understand when you see, because you feel so familiar to, with that person because yeah. you have an actual relationship with a mm-hmm. character that they play or just their, their career or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But that is a very specific one-way relationship. It is truly a one-way relationship. They don't have any relationship to you other than you are one of their fans, which I'm sure they're grateful for the support, but that's about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they're not asking for it. Yeah. They're not asking for the support, really. I mean, no. it's, it's great to have, but they're going right. to have to do their job regardless, right?
4: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I tell Rebecca whenever I watch Mets games, I go, that's my friend, Jacob deGrom.
1: Mm-hmm. And what do I say?
4: You don't know, he doesn't know you. Yeah, he (laughs) doesn't
5: know you is exactly what I was (laughs) saying. Yeah, he
4: doesn't
1: know you. That's right. He doesn't know you. It's just a reminder from your wife. Doesn't
4: mean we're not best friends Mm -hmm. though. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Tina, for writing in
2: For full, important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have stress and anxiety we carry around as we go about our everyday life. At The Alarmist, we know it's always better to say it out loud and talk it through. Whenever I stress about the sinking of the Titanic, I don't sit with those thoughts in a dark room. I turn on the lights and dive right into it. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and work through what's really going on. Maybe you can't stop spiraling or catastrophizing. I started therapy over 10 years ago and never looked back. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Heck, we sometimes change our minds and rethink the verdict at The Alarmist. And that's also okay when it comes to therapists. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Alarmist today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Alarmist. This is coming from uh, A, just A. And uh, they say, howdy. I started listening pretty recently to cut away my commute and I got totally hooked. I'm listening right now to an April 21st 2015 Mailbag episode Disaster Week. Wait, we we didn't get started till 2019, so <laughs>
3: <laughs> little
5: typo it's all good
1: okay that's that's one of those typos that actually matter you're like oh
5: you're like, wait how um, long have we been
1: doing this uh but okay so you know an o- older episode and in passing you mentioned the johnson space center killings i have no idea if you're planning on doing an episode but i'd like to request one if you haven't already i work at johnson space center Ooh. JSC. So as a side note, I had lots of thoughts about the Challenger episode. I agreed with the verdict overall, loved the guest expert, and appreciated the pronunciation of uh, Thickle as Thickle, completely unironically, giving the episode some levity for those of us who think about uh, space disasters a lot. Okay, because its uh, I'm pretty sure I called it Thiacle, but Mm. really it's spelled like Thiacle, but you say it like Thickle.
4: Is yeah, that what he means? right.
1: Yes, yes. It, it was, it's the company. It was the. I don't know.
4: I think it's the other way around. I think it was pronounced thiacol. Yeah. I just would say thickle. Oh. Because
5: he's yeah. saying he thought it was charming that you were pronouncing thiacol as, <laughs> quote, thickle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm reading it. You see,
1: I haven't learned. <laughs> which is all which is what
4: we're all which is what Clayton and I are always crossing our fingers and hoping the audience will think <laughs> yeah. when Rebecca mispronounces words. It's charming, yeah. guys. It's yeah. charming. Oh
1: my god. It's not insulting. So, it's charming. Sorry. Sorry, A. Eh? Uh and uh okay. And the building where this happened is still a normal building. Uh, I don't sit there, but I'm over there a lot for work in labs, etc. As far as I know, it's not public knowledge which room it happened in, but all of them are just normal desks that people still sit in, a little spooky. So, uh, okay, so this is where the, I guess, uh, murder, the the killings happened? Creepy. Yeah, Despite the know. fact that I work there and drive through the enhanced security every day, I don't know very much about this this disaster and love to hear your take on it. Thanks for all of your hard work a so I'm assuming they didn't want to give us uh their name because they work there so mm, interesting mm-hmm. I love that I love that kind of connection i'm I'm very curious to know about this killing now knowing that people just walk around and work there all day without right. knowing or talking about the killing. I guess it's not very productive to be talking about a murder in the building no. every day. But it's like
5: when you're selling a house, you have to disclose if someone's died in the house, right? You kind of want to know if like, the desk right. you're sitting at was where mm-hmm. something that, like that happened because people get freaked out by that stuff.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as podcasters, it's in our blood to want to talk about murder.
5: Mm-hmm. That's just
4: what podcasters that's do. Why podcasts right. Even though we were created.
1: Yeah. We were born before podcasts and we didn't know that it was in our blood.
4: Nope, that's you, true. <laughs> that's a good point.
1: Mm-hmm. Um did you guys look this up? The the Johnson Space Center killings? No, I've just no. added it
4: to the list, but we'll okay, have to great. do some research for sure. But Johnson Space Center, that's the real deal there. I mean like Yeah, we have some NASA.
1: smart listeners.
4: Um Oh boy! We might have to call on a for a guest expert situation oh, in the future. Oh,
1: yeah, we'll have to change their voice. Yeah,
4: I was just thinking that. That'd be man. cool. Okay, It'd be really well, fun. well,
1: you see, we, we this is why we we need you guys to rate, review, and subscribe so we can um, get more <laughs> listeners, get more ad ads, and we can fund the new device that we need. The to The voice this device. Change. <laughs> the
3: voice device. That's the yeah. most important financial <laughs> thing we need right now. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Now, this is uh, from Deputy Chris. We got an email from Deputy Chris. He's right. he's back. Howdy, Alarm HQ. Been a little while. I've been st- streamlining the paperwork since I have to wait until the aftermath to finally throw away the key. Mm-hmm. But on the plus side, processing a bunch of jerks from Penn State is a breeze these days. Mm-hmm. We still have a lot of room, but, like, but I like to plan ahead. I was thinking you could do the Attica prison riots. Oh, we should do okay. that. Interesting. Yeah. So
4: he wants to. Okay. Well, so keep he's going. got
1: his own reason.
4: <laughs> he's got a plan here. Let's see where he goes with this.
1: I know you did the Alcatraz escape, mm-hmm. but what about the Native American takeover of the of Alcatraz? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, getting another prison would help. Also, I've been watching the suspicious guy in Germany in the nineteen thirties and forties. Hmm. Funny mustache, bad temper. I think you may want to check up, uh, uh, check out what he's up to. Mm. Yeah. I think Mm I know who he's referring to. Me too. Me too. Anyways, keep up the good work. We now have some ruby slippers to sell besides the gnomes in the gift shop. Yeah, (laughs) yours in service, Deputy
4: Chris. I got to check in on the income that that gift shop is generating because Mm. um, we're coming up at the end of the year, so I don't think we're going to sell any more calendars. (laughs) Um, Maybe we can. So you got to
1: order next year's calendars.
4: We got to. We got to make next year's calendar. Oh man! Yeah, we do. We have to, to get some of the prisoners to take uh, provocative photos. and <laughs> No. Well, we're not going to pay them. We're not going to pay no. them. No, <laughs> no,
3: no, no, no,
5: Of no, course we no, are. No. They have to earn a living so when
4: yes. they come out, they have a good de- landing pad. That's exactly right. Um, and um, But Deputy Chris, from what I understand, is suggesting that we try and nail a prison to get a prison sent to the Alarmy Jail. So I think space. that's the thinking for the space. <laughs> He's <laughs> the
1: thinking space. ahead.
4: That's interesting. <clears throat>
1: but Attica prison riots. I don't think that's on our list, right? Clint? No, it is now. Oh, that's good.
5: I don't. I don't see it.
1: And I get it. Look, here's what I promise: uh, our one millionth episode will be uh, World <laughs> War II. We've talked about this. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we Who's should start. Blame yeah, for, we got to uh, start
5: looking for ways to fuse with technology so we can live forever. To yeah. get to that millionth episode,
4: we'll get there.
1: Um, just because I, I, I have to start research. You know, we got to do all the research starting now. I we wonder be if
4: AI listened. If we can train AI to listen to all the alarmy, ep, alarmist episodes, and then just make one, make them, automate our jobs. Can we mm-hmm. do that? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Why? <laughs> well what Clayton was suggesting was we need to get to a million. Oh,
1: right. oh, oh, oh. No, no. Right. We're-
4: so I don't know if we're gonna make it there in the flesh, but maybe our the the algorithm that is the alarmist podcast. Right. Could. We download
5: the data from our minds into an actual data right. computer base and that mm-hmm. can generate based on what it would think we would say. Yeah. New episodes. Okay. Seems pretty easy, actually. Okay. I
1: can't wait. I can't wait for all of my future mispronunciations. Yes. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
5: Once we invent some new words, fun.
1: Um, Okay. This is... uh, Thank you, Deputy Chris. This is Abby. And Abby says... Dear The Alarmist, I've been a regular listener to the podcast for over a year now and love listening to it on my way to work. As a loyal member of The Alarmist, I have answered your call for a mini-alarm. This is when we were asking for mini-alarms. This came Mm -hmm. in a little late. I -hmm. I love
4: these, too. If everyone could keep doing this. Yes, we would love
1: to hear more of these. Now, before I proceed, I want you to promise no judgment. I already know I've messed up. We'll see. I've let you down. Mm. My alarm isn't that I... I My alarm is that I still haven't written a review (laughs) for The Alarmist yet. I know. I'm sorry. This causes me no end uh, of dread and disappointment. Weekly, you remind us listeners to review the podcast, and I know I should. Believe me, I've tried. I'm from the UK, and I listen on Spotify. I've given you a five-star review on there, but they don't allow you to write on there. I then downloaded oh. Apple Podcasts to write it, and I still ran into technical difficulties. Oh, so what is a gal to do? Any suggestions? Keep up the good work. Abby. P.S. As an idea for a podcast uh, is a village of Imber on Salisbury Plain in England. Okay. The Ministry of Defense gave residents only days notice during World War II to move out, and uh, that the army was taking over the village to use for training until the, until the end of the war. They left their homes with the promise that they would be allowed to return. Cut to now, the army still has control of the public. Whoa. And the public is only allowed access a few days a year to visit the church. That is scandalous.
4: Yes, That is fascinating. Well, yeah.
1: h- how can they get away with doing that?
4: I don't know. We've got to get to, sure. okay, we gotta get to the bottom of it for sure. we got to get to the bottom of it. Let's put that it's definitely um, worth up on a the board. podcast.
1: Abby, um, I, I can't say I'm pleased. <laughs> <laughs>
5: but yeah. you know what? She found a way.
1: She didn't. She she did. No, it she guessed. didn't. <laughs> she tried
5: twice and then she... tried she... twice
1: and, th- and that's only twice. <laughs> well, <laughs> <Rebecca>. <laughs> what? It's the truth.
5: <laughs> but we got it here now. We she she found a way for to for someone on this podcast to read her words of uh well, I guess you're right. She didn't really review it. She just told us that she hasn't reviewed it. I was thinking that this is a review, but
1: she no, it's not a review.
4: She's run into she calls them technical difficulties when down she downloaded Apple Podcasts, which is <laughs> Fair enough. I, we appreciate that. That's like going an extra step, mm-hmm. right? Like She's like, I can't review it on Spotify. All right, let me download Apple Podcasts. Uh-huh. She tried, but then ran into, quote, technical difficulties. <laughs>
1: I'd love to know what these technical difficulties yeah.
4: are. Yeah, I, 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 The third time will be the charm,
5: hopefully, because at yeah. some point we're yeah. going to find Abby in our reviews, and it's, I'm sure it's going to be glowy. Boy, yeah. it's going to pay off.
1: You know what you can do, Abby, is maybe you have a friend who uh, has an Apple Podcasts all set up. And you can do mm. one in their name.
4: Yeah. That's just a suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. And in fact, if you if you if somebody leaves their phone, like if you go to a gym and somebody puts their phone in their locker, you know, remember what the code is for the locker. Open up the locker. Grab their phone. And boom, you can put it on their pod, their okay.
1: Yeah, here's my mm-hmm. my thinking, though. What kind of psychopath goes to the gym and leaves their phone in their locker? They're going to be mm-hmm. listening to
4: music. True. Have
1: you ever seen anyone leave a phone in a locker?
4: I guess that is the problem with my suggestion. You know?
1: <laughs> I guess if you go to yoga. I think um,
5: the takeaway is, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. That's Where, right. where there's a will, there's a review from Abby. Mm-hmm.
3: We'll see.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Keep right. us posted, Abby, on your journey to uh leave us a a review review. (laughs) and
5: thank you for that journey
1: yeah (laughs) um this is coming from instagram these are a few suggestions we got okay uh lex wrote in and said hi love this show i'm not sure if the, uh, this is where you can suggest an episode idea but i think a good episode would be to figure out who is actually to blame for the death of amy winehouse yeah
3: mm-hmm. i watched the oscar-winning
1: documentary amy and it was illuminating how cruelly she had been treated by the public for her issues uh yes i would absolutely I love this. we're gonna put this up Yes. Me too.
4: Yeah. This is big still fans of Amy Winehouse. Because, yeah, yeah, I love Amy Winehouse. I, I still listen to her and it that that was too young. Mm-hmm. She was just Oh, was, it's so tragic. And there were all the signs were there. I yeah, mean, she was like Self-destructing in front of everybody. It's she wrote a sad. song about how she didn't want to go to rehab.
1: Oh, it's such a good song too. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we I
5: mean, just—we weren't listening. There's, <laughs> we were. We
4: just—we were. We were. We, we were just we, listening we, and dancing. We were listening we were.
1: nonstop. <laughs> you know that is a problem. You know that, that I always find that in Spanish music, a lot of uh, merengues and uh, salsas. If you really listen to the lyrics, it's a, it's about like. A lot of problems,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm. you're just
1: dancing away and right. having fun anyway. Salsa is they're just like Amy Winehouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had to put a button on it, but I, I couldn't <laughs> fi- think fast enough. It uh, <laughs> <that> was incredible, <laughs> just,
4: just a real mind bender right there. You put us on a, some kind of emotional journey, but mm-hmm. okay.
1: Uh, finally, one last one. This is also from Instagram. So you see, you guys can write to us on Instagram. You don't even There's have. so many ways it's, to communicate. Exactly. Jacqueline wrote in and said, this guy needs a yoga class. And then they sent, she sent me a, a link to an article that said, Doug Ramsey- the COO of Beyond Meat was arrested for allegedly biting a man's nose during a fight in a parking garage after an Arkansas college football game. He faces charges of terroristic threatening and third-degree battery. So, this is something that actually happens. Um, I think we were. This was during the the, <laughs> the Penn State. We were we were saying that people. Um, we were talking about football and how
4: yoga would be a good replacement?
1: Well, I don't think it's a replacement. I think it's, you can go to a game if you show that you've been to a yoga class. So it's more about <laughs> <What>? balance.
4: <laughs> this was us talking?
1: Yes, we said this. We, okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure I came up with this brilliant idea. Oh,
4: okay.
1: Of, you know, balance, right? Your only outlet can't be football and gotcha. that kind of like intensity right.
5: now i remember yes. you need
1: to find other things in your life that you can uh use as an outlet yoga a great option so jacqueline was referring to how this guy really yes. needs a yoga class <laughs>
4: smart that is that is definitely definitely could use a yoga class um he was for, before he was he went to beyond meat he was at uh tyson chicken Stop! Is that a joke? Oh. No, That's no, joke. no! It wasn't. I'm telling you. I just looked it up. Okay. No.
5: Yes. Wow. And now okay. he's biting people's faces. Yeah. There There's
1: a lot there. A lot it's there. full circle. <laughs> it's
5: very oral.
4: <laughs> yes. It's a lot of eating. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: A lot of eating. Um, don't don't be a Doug Ramsey. Go to yoga. Uh, So thank you so much to all of our listeners and thank you to the Alarmie that wrote in. A reminder to uh, go to uh, the ERIO's, dial the ERIO's hotline number and leave us a voicemail with your family, uh, not tragedy, but perhaps a feud, maybe a family disaster we can call it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're so excited to hear what these, disasters are and we're so excited to place blame on your family Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and stay tuned because next week we're going to be discussing the death of elvis erios powered by acas